This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and thank you for joining today here on Bible Studies with Russ. Uh, we're going to conclude, really, our looking at how we got the Bible, looking at um, the the canon of the New Testament, and then making some summary remarks. Um, I'm going to include, conclude this study, uh, partly because uh, the... the uh, focus of what I wanted to talk about is really going to be summarized uh, today, but uh, also because of my own schedule. Uh, if you're interested more on this topic, I would encourage you, and I will include this if you're on our Facebook group, uh, I will include a link to this. But when I taught the class of apologetics, actually just the fall semester for OABS, uh, you can go and you can watch uh, those classes or, or listen to them and uh, and get more detail on that. Uh, those classes are detailed, so you don't have to, the, the titles are detailed, so you can pick and choose which ones or you can watch all of them from start to finish. That apologetics class, though, deals with the, uh, you know, there being creator, God, uh, deals with uh, the Bible and it being God's word, and it deals with Christ being the Son of God. And so, it, and it, it will, some of what we've already talked about and all that will be included in that, but it goes much further. And so I would encourage you, if you're interested in those things, um, to uh, go to OEBS, go to OEBS.org. Uh, when you go to OEBS, I'm just going to walk through there and and tell you about it uh, you'll see a tab for for school and under the tab you'll find a classrooms button and under that you'll find class archives like i said i will have a link on our facebook group page uh, but i'm going to tell you to do this anyway just in case you're listening and are not in that group um, if you go to oabs that is online academy of biblical studies uh, you'll see the school tab there, and you'll see a drop-down. You'll see classrooms, and then you'll see uh, when you put your your uh, arrow, your mouse over the classrooms, uh, you'll see class archives. And so from there, you'll click on class archives, and then you'll see apologetics, which is a third class listed. And when you click on that, you'll see there are 18 weeks. It is 18 weeks of 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 study if you were to go through it it is a two-hour class but if you look on that you'll find we deal with um why why we need to study apologetics in general then we deal with things like the teleological argument the cosmological argument uh, evil pain and suffering we deal with morals and ethics uh, ethics we deal with reasons for unbelief we deal with revelation and inspiration which probably be a lot more uh, aimed at what, we're, what we've been talking about in relation to how we got the Bible, and that is session seven. And that actually is, as I look here, one, two, three, four uh, sessions. So those are four 50-minute sessions. And uh, it'd be simply easier just to go over to OEBS and to listen to those things rather than me just repeating it here. Um, I could, I suppose, uh, put those here on 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 this format, and maybe I will. Um so you can just listen to it as well. Uh, but it is there on OABS, and it's definitely worth your time. You know, after we get through, as I look at this lineup, and the reason I'm going through this, like I said before, is because we're going to conclude today with how we got the Bible. And I would encourage you to go to the apologetics class on OABS because it goes in a lot more detail. Now, we do talk a lot about unity and accuracy of the Bible. Uh, you have two uh, sessions dealing with that. 
And you look at the, pro- the prophecy and scientific foreknowledge, uh, two sessions dealing with that. And then you have one, two, three, four sessions dealing with the canon. Those are 50-minute sessions. So you imagine it's, it's much more detailed uh, as well. And then you have the transmission of the Bible, uh, you know, how it was tr- it's, uh, its transmission related to uh, how we have it basically today. And then we have moves into the evidences for Christ. And so again, I'm going to summarize our study for today, uh, partly, like I said before, because of time. As you may have noticed, we didn't have a study at all last week. Uh, that's me because my schedule just did not allow it. Uh, and so we're going to summarize this and then uh, move on to a, a different study. And I will do my very best to have a study every week. Uh, but some weeks, you know, you just... It's, it's hard to do. Life gets busy. Uh, you know, we have doctor's appointments and various other things such as that. Uh, funerals we have to go to and surprise, you know, moments where you take family members to the hospital. And so, um, it's you know, I just simply didn't have time to, to get to that and to that study. And so we're going to include this study today on how we got the Bible, looking at the canon, the canon of the New Testament. And then... Uh, we're going to conclude, and then when we come back next time, uh, I haven't really decided exactly what we're going to do. You know, I put a, a uh, basically we could suggest a topic on uh, on Facebook about what you could suggest for next time. And so I think what I'm going to do, I may do that, or I may just go back to what we were doing previously. If you've been with me here before, you'll notice we talked about in our previous studies, we've talked about things such as Hannah. We talked about man's responsibility to sin. We talked about uh, denominations being scriptural or unscriptural. We talked about we went through the series of being haunted. We went. We talked about Jonah and when we used our uh, when I shared some sermons. And so I may be doing that as well. Um, I would encourage you. We, we are doing a, a class on Wednesday nights, and I'm teaching currently here at Ulaga. Uh, we've been teaching. I've been teaching class on faith, and so. Uh, if you're interested in that, if you'd like to have that uh, material here as our study, um, we can definitely make that available as well. I think it is a good study, and so we may just be sharing that next time, and uh, I think it's worth our time. And so, anyways, so let's get into, that's enough of that, as my father-in-law would say. Let's get into our summary comments here, looking at the canon for the New Testament. Uh, about the middle of the, of the second century, a Christian writer by the name of Justin Martyr stated, stated that on Sundays in the Christian worship assemblies, the memoirs of the apostles were read together with the writings of the apostles. It is evident then that not long after the close of the apostolic age that the New Testament writings were being read generally among the churches. But what, about, but what brought this about? How was it possible that within a short time the writings of the apostles were being used for public reading, as well as the writings of the Old Testament prophets? When the Church of Christ was first established, it had no thought of a New Testament. Its Bible was the Old Testament, and its teachings were based on the authority of Christ as personally mediated through the apostles, which means basically what we're talking about here is that the New Testament was actually being created, the New Testament as we know it. They were literally writing it. Uh, you know, They were speaking as the Holy Spirit uh, revealed uh, to them and gave them utterance, uh, therefore giving us the New Testament as we know it today. <clears throat> 
soon inspired men began to put in writing divine regulations, both for churches and for individuals, again, from God, coming from the Holy Spirit. And so it was inevitable that these writings, uh, these written instructions would become uh, normative, for Christians could not have uh, less respect for, for, for them than for Christ. Thus, Paul's letters were carefully gathered into a single a single whole. Not uh, Next came the collection of the four Gospels, and then all the others followed. Because these collections were made at different times and places, the contents of the various collections were not always the same. Um, if it is no later than, excuse me, um, this helps to explain why not all the New Testament books were at first received without hesitation. Well, in other instances, uncertainty of, of, of a book's authorship, as in the case of Hebrews, presented temporary obstacles to, to universal acceptance. This was the exception, however, rather than the rule, and gradually each book on its own merit, not without Christians, uh, not without Christians believe a guiding providence, took its place in the accepted, in the accepted canon of the New Testament Scripture. But it's no later than the middle of the second century when the apostles' letters became widely read, widely read in public meetings. It is no later than the last half of the century when substantial lists of the New Testament books appear. One of these early lists is known as the uh, Muratorian Fragment. Since its date has been unsuccessfully challenged, it remains an important 2nd century witness to the canon. The fragment derives its name from L.A. Muratorian, Matori, who first discovered the list and published it in the 18th century. Part of this early list of the New Testament books has, has been lost. The Gospel of Luke is first mentioned by name, but is referred to as the third gospel, indicating that Matthew and Mark were at the head of the list. Then John, Acts, uh, 13 letters of Paul, Jude, two letters of John, and Revelation. The only books not included in the list are Hebrews, James, First and Second Peter, and perhaps Third John. Notwithstanding these omissions, this early list provides in broad outline the substance of our modern New Testament. It should be stated, however, that the Muratorian fragment accepts two other books, the Wisdom of Solomon and the Apocalypse of Peter. The fragment qualifies the latter by saying that some of our people do not want to have it read in the church, but other books were excluded. Among these are the Shepherd of Hermas, or Hermes, I'm mispronouncing this like I do many other words, uh, which was not accepted because it was written, as the fragment says, quite lately in our time in the city of Rome. Uh, that is C.A.D. 140. It was to be read in, in, in church, but not among the prophets, whose, whose number is settled, or among the apostles to the end of time. Still other books, the fragment, the fragment notes, are heretical and are to be entirely uh, to be entirely read and to be accepted. In the third century, uh, Origen, uh, I think it's how you pronounce that, adds his witness on the New Testament books. Although he wrote numerous sermons and commentaries on practically everything biblical, most of these have not survived. Uh, Eusebius, who wrote his ecclesiastical history about the year 340, gathered together a number of, of Origen's uh, statements concerning the canon. But since these are not complete, one has to go here and there among uh, his statements, uh, among his, his vast writings, rather, to get his views. Uh, Origen uh, knows all four Gospels and lists, and lists them in order, the Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, with his comments on each. The Church possesses four Gospels, hearsay, uh, hearsay, hearsay a great many, 
likewise, and, and he undoubtedly accepts Acts, the 13 letters of Paul, 1 Peter, 1 John, Jude, and Revelation. About the other books, Hebrews, James, 2 Peter, 2 and 3 John, Origen is hesitant. He quotes from Hebrews numbers of times, but concedes that some churches do not accept it. Second Peter, he says, is possibly from Peter, but this is disputed. This is what he is saying. Concerning second, third, second and third John, John has possibly also left a second and third epistle, but not all considered this to be genuine. Again, I'm quoting this man. Yet with these reservations, it is remarkable how similar Origen's list is with that of the Muratorian canon. Um, <clears throat> In the 4th century, all these matters are pretty well uh, brought to conclusion. The testimony on the canon by, U- by Eubius, uh, the great church historian, is important, but it does not bring us much further along the line. Eubius distinguishes three categories of books. One, those who th- that are universally acknowledged. Two, those that are disputed. And three, those that are rejected. The books acknowledged by all four, by all, by all are the four Gospels, Acts, 14 letters to Paul, 1 John, 1 Peter, and Revelation. The disputed book books include James, Jude, 2 Peter, and 2 Peter and 2 and 3 John, but these are, rec- are, quote, recognized by the majority. The rejected books, among others, are the Shepherd of Hermas, or Hermes, Hermes, I'm not, anyway, yeah, the Epistle of Barnabas and the Teachings of the Apostles. In A.D. 367, Athenius of Alexandria published a list of 27 books of the New Testament that were accepted in his time, and these are the same 27 that are recognized today. Immediately after his list of books, Athenius adds, These are the springs of salvation. Let no one add anything to them or take anything away from them. Um, we have some summary comments here uh, offered by Neil Lightfoot, you may have heard me mention him in previous uh, studies, says the word canon, again, these are his summary comments, the word canon, as used in this study, refers to the list of books which are acknowledged as being divinely inspired and are included in the Bible. The formation of the canon was a gradual process, just as the books themselves came into being gradually. By the time of our Lord, it is evident that the Old Testament canon was well-defined. A clear distinction is maintained between Scripture and non-Scripture. Evidence as to the exact books of the Old Test of, of Old Testament Scripture is furnished by the numerous quotations found in the New Testament of the Old Testament and from other early Christian and non-Christian sources. As to the New Testament books, not long after they were written, they were being read regularly in the church assemblies. They were held in high esteem by early Christians. The words of Jesus and his apostles were no less authoritative than the Old Testament. In this way, the New Testament canon gradually uh, took shape. By the, cl- by the close of the second century, its essentials had been largely determined. By the next century or two, the New Testament books, as they are known today, constituted the supreme authority for the primitive church. He goes on to say, It is important to emphasize that no church council made a canon of Scripture. No church by its decrees gave it, gave to, or pronounced on the books of the Bible their infallibility. The Bible owes its authority to no individual or group. The church does not control the canon, but the canon controls the church, that is to say, the Bible. Although divine authority was attributed to the New Testament books by the later church, this authority was not derived from the church, but was inherent in the books themselves. As a child, 
identifies its mother. The, late, the latter church identified the books, which it regarded as having unique authority because they recognized it as being from God. Now, that is going to bring our study to a close today. And I do hope you have enjoyed these studies. Again, I do apologize. It's been a few weeks uh, since we uh, continued this. But if you have any questions or comments, if you are, if you are on uh, the Facebook page, you can leave them there. Or you can contact me through BibleWayMedia.org. We have a contact page there. You can message, uh, contact us that way as well. So I do thank you for being here with me today. hope you have been encouraged by this. I hope this study has been helpful. And hope to see you again next time. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting our website, bywaymedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.